Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 86. The only craft I like is craft singles. Mmm, cheesy. May 27th, 2012. Welcome back, podcast fans. How's everyone doing today? Awesome. We've been gone for like over a month. No, we haven't. <laughs> As of the time this came out, it'll be we recorded last time on the sixth of this month, so twenty days. Pretty much a month. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah. How's it, how you guys doing? It's been a doing while. Good. Good. Yeah. Just been chilling. Been writing a lot in my blog. I realized it's been like my last what three or four posts have been all fucking um, video game stuff. <laughs> well, that's good. Can't complain about that. Um, so yeah, so podcast news, not much going on, um, just, uh, working our way through, we're going to get back to a more normal schedule, um, <clears throat> things might change in terms of release date of our, po- of our podcast, but other than that, um, things shouldn't change too much on, on the listener's end, um, because I can no longer record on Thursdays because of my job, so we'll have to work something out, but we're going to try to get back on the schedule. To, to go home. Huh? Yeah. Well, we're gonna get back on the schedule, and we should just have to do it like on a Saturday or something, and then just make sure that you get it up by Sunday. That's what she said. Uh, So yeah, let's move on right right on to what we've been playing. My uh, almost month hiatus has been very uh, video game free. However, I did pick up, of course, Diablo three a week and a half ago. And I didn't get too much of a chance to play it during the first week, uh, only about maybe a half hour. This week I played about probably about two hours, two and a half hours. Um, I have a lot of friends who who are playing it. I had a friend who uh, actually, Frank uh, and both you know him, uh, Elliot, he had a a level 60 by like uh, three or four days after it came out. How how long does that take in like Diablo terms? Is that... Uh, I think you because you have to beat the game on normal before you can go on to like the higher levels. And I think yeah. the game on normal only takes a few hours, or maybe I don't know exactly. Um, not not a few hours, like ten hours. And then I know he's on at least the third or fourth high, fourth difficulty, beating it. And um, to put it into perspective, like some of my other friends who who play, they're like, I'm level fifty three and I'm so excited, you know. And then that's like. That's like he's putting in like ton of hours. Is, is oh. there like a level cap? I think it's sixty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think sixty is the level cap. So he basically reached level cap within the first couple of days, within the first week, I'll say. Well, um, but yeah, I'm level. I think I last night I played, and I think I hit level. What level did I hit? Um, seven or eight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know. you're on your way, man. Yeah. Um, my brother-in-law is the one I played with last night. He's level twenty-one. Um, I had a lot of fun playing with, with it yesterday. It, it's if if you played Diablo two, it's a lot like Diablo two, just upgraded graphics and upgraded you know uh, engine. But it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it a lot more. Now like, is is Diablo like are they mm is it MMO or is it just like actual game that you can level up on and stuff like that? It's because uh, it just seems weird because like you know they have Diablo one, two, and three. It seems more like a game series more than a 
It's a oh. game series. It's not an MMO. It's um, it's uh, it's a dungeon crawler. It's a it's, and it's a four or four player. I think. I think it's eight or or it could be four still. I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I know so it's, it's MMO ish, but it's not an MMO. Well, it's an MMO in the sense that you can go online and get random um party well, members and go through dungeons. It's more like just a, a multiplayer RPG, but not like a massive multiplayer. You're, you know, you're only gonna you could team up with a possible, you know, millions of people, but you're only going to team up with a couple of them at, at a time. Yeah. It's it's not like uh, World of Warcraft where you'll have, like, you know, two, three hundred people in one city. It, it'll just be a couple in each, like, instance of that game. Like, yeah, that's a good way to put it, Patrick, is to, for you. Is, you know, remember on Rift, like, the, the dungeons? How, like, you'd have to get a party and go into the dungeon? Well, this is all dungeon. There's There's no outside. So you never see other people except who's in your party. But, uh, it, I mean, it doesn't cost monthly. It's a dungeon crawler. Um, yeah, you basically go through. There's a storyline, and you beat up people. I, I think you'd really like it, Pat, if, if you ever – I have a guest pass if you want to try it too. Actually, uh, I would be interested in that. I think I have three because I, I have one guest pass already taken. I think if I have two more, I'll give you both one. You know what's funny, though, is um, I know I'm going to – play this game and i know i'm gonna end up you know probably hitting 60 one sometime yeah or whatever the level is it's just I, i've been avoiding it for right now i i just you know i i know uh this game's technically you know it's one of those ones if you like it you could get hooked for a long time and you could yep. easily spend a lot of time on it and i'm just it's it's gonna happen i'm just avoiding it for right now <laughs> yep Seriously, I, I mean... Enjoying my free time. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I see that this game is going to be probably the only game on my list or close to the only game on my list for the next couple months. So you gave up on Star Wars, I see. Well, no, it's just I don't have much time to play. I, I want to get back into Star Wars. I'm still paying for Star Wars. It's yeah, just, well, if we don't end up start playing soon, I'm just going to stop it for now because... I know. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, we can talk about that offline. But yeah, that's what I'm... Really on my list for a month now, and, and before that, I, I think it was three podcasts where I had uh, either nothing or one game on my list, so it's been a pretty pretty drought, but I was at uh, Fry's yesterday, and, and we're just kind of wa- walking through the video game section, and I was like, I was just looking at games, and I was like, man, I miss playing games, so who knows, maybe... maybe Manage next your time pod- better, and you can play as many games as you want. Anyway, maybe next podcast, um, I'll well, well, well. games. So yeah, Frank, what you been playing? Well, uh, I got my computer uh, up and running again, so uh, I played Anno twenty seventy and Tropico four. Um, it, it's it's kind of like a random thing, but uh, I think I I have cooling issues with my computer, so um, oh, so it's same deal where I could play sandbox mode, but if I go into a campaign, it'll last a little longer, but not it'll always it's almost a guarantee it's going to freeze at some point. Do you think Which, it's a heating issue like? As in, you need another fan, or do you think that there's a part in there that's like overheating? I think it might be the RAM, because it, from what I understand, is when you're going into the missions and stuff like that, it uses more, I guess, like resources as far as memory. Mm-hmm. So I think it's either a heating issue with either the RAM, or it's some kind of a hard drive issue, or even just a general overall heating issue. Well, try um, get a get a desktop fa- fan and open your case and blow it in there while you're playing. That's what, that, that's how I figured out that it was my uh, overheating my last computer. That's how I figured out it was overheating. Is um, it was just so hot one day I put the fan there and it it ran fine for like hours. So try that and then you'll know. 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm still gonna work on it. Um, he told you just, to blow um, it. <laughs> uh, I'm still gonna work on it, but um, Anno is plenty enough of a game where I could even just sandbox mode. I haven't even been able to reach like the end of like uh, the technology tree in that game. Oh yeah. Um, it takes hours and hours and hours to get like everything. So, um, but um, uh, besides that, I've also been going to a lot of older games, which is kind of what I kind of noticed I've been doing lately. Uh, I've been playing Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Um, trying to refinish uh, 1 um, the, with actually doing all the side quests. And then um, 2 I started, but I'm going to wait until I finish 1 for, you know, the way I, I want it. And 3 I've just been playing the multiplayer on. And... Then besides that, I also been playing Sid Meier's Pirates Gold, which is an old game on a got on Xbox. Uh, Madden, of course, um, and I beat Prototype Two. Oh wow! How did you like was, it? Um, I, I you know it's actually I have completely forgot to mention it. I beat it like probably like I think when, before we even did the last podcast. Oh really? Um, but uh, it was really fun. Uh, the only thing is, is uh, I, you know, once I beat it, uh, all you could really do is just go back and like do the little mini, you know, missions and whatnot. And those are kind of entertaining, but you know, when you're just looking at doing, you know, a hundred mini missions, you know, to finish the game, it's kind of like, eh. yeah. Because uh, as far as the main mission, I already finished the story and everything. Um, so I don't know. I'm pretty much done with it. But I mean, I definitely recommend it, especially now. I wouldn't be surprised if the price went down. You know, probably like a couple. You know, maybe ten or twenty or something. Mm-hmm. So, or even as a rental, it's definitely worth it. Um, then I, I played a bit more Final Fantasy Thirteen too, and uh, I came to the conclusion I'm done with with that game. <laughs> really? It's it's interesting and it's fun, but I think I've been playing so many. I you know, like I have so much, so many games in queue. Like mm-hmm. it 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 hasn't really won my like time. So it's it's interesting. Like if you know if. Uh, you know, someone told me like, "Hey, Frank, you don't have to work or like cook or sleep for the next month." I'd be, like, you know, I'd fit it in somewhere. <laughs> you know, oh, you know? Yeah. but uh, but uh, you know, with all the other games, I mean, heck, I even haven't even touched Diablo three yet. Like, uh, it if if I were to make time for Final Fantasy, I think I would probably hit up Diablo first. I know what you mean. And uh, I didn't list it here. I wanted to surprise uh, someone uh, mm-hmm. since I had my computer up and running. Uh, Kind of you know, set up WoW again. Yeah, I, every time I get on Diablo, I'm, or, or two times this week I got on Diablo, and it was like Frank is on uh, World of Warcraft. I'm like, oh. You know what? I think it's a bit with uh, how I've been going to like older games, like uh, games that I played previously, but you know, trying to make them challenging or play them a different way. Uh-huh. Uh, same deal with like Mass Effect, with you know the Mass Effect games and the Pirate School, and I I don't know, I just figured to try it again to see what was new and uh to try to make it more challenging what i did is um i started on a new server didn't help my myself out you know like you know giving myself gold or whatever from a higher higher level character really so uh, i started from scratch and it was it made it pretty interesting um i think the thing is is unfortunately if you know how to work the the auction house you could actually get rich pretty quick anyway yeah but um especially nowadays but definitely, I'm still at you know the point where I have to watch you know with uh, gold and stuff like that. You could easily you know if you just buy everything and don't you know take the time, you could you know bankrupt yourself really quick. 
Yeah, I think if if I went back to WoW, which I really right now can't say I ever will, but if I did, I would I would probably do something like that. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I just did that for the the challenge like a uh, aspect, and uh, I picked uh, Warrior, which I never really played beyond like probably level twenty, and um, just trying to you know level that up uh, as uh, just doing tanking and and whatnot. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm actually digging it. The only the only bummer thing is is uh. The add-on that's coming out, um, the Mists of Pandaria, mm-hmm. it really doesn't interest me at all. Really, it, it interests me, but I don't know if it's enough to go back. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm actually, I'd ha- I, like for me starting to play again. I'd, ha- I, I was more interested in uh, uh, doing some of the earlier <laughs> instances and tanking and stuff like that. I, I'm probably more interested in that than you know the new uh, add-on and. I don't know. I, I kind of have a feeling that once I get to eighty-five, I'm, I might get bored with the new stuff they had added. Um, of course, yeah. still from now on, there's still a lot of um, details to come out, but I don't know. It it just doesn't really still interest me. But yeah, that's all for me. All right, Patrick. How about you? Um, <clears throat> well, been playing uh, not too much actually. Surprisingly, because I got real close to getting to, to Prestige and Gears of War 3, and I finally did. Been playing, like, um, just a shitload of Guardian. Um, Guardian was a, a feature they had in, um, I believe, the first... I, I know it's the second one, but I'm pretty sure the first one, too. Uh, even though I basically only played Warzone in Gears of War 1. Um, but uh, I know for sure it was in the second one. Um, pretty much, you have a leader, and... Um, then you have your four, uh, your four characters, uh, other, you know, just random, whatever. If you're a locust, you're the locust queen. If you're a cog, you're, uh, um, what's his name? His name's Prescott, but I'm trying to think of his, uh, Chairman Prescott. And, um, so if, as long as Prescott or Queen Murrah is alive, um, the other teams um, the other your other people with you can respond as much as you want as much as they want if they get killed but as soon as you kill the leader they're done you can't respond anymore um it's different guardian is different from capture the leader because in capture the leader you're which they can also continue to respawn uh if you're not the leader but the whole point of it is is to actually (coughs) capture and you have to hold the leader for like um i don't know like 20 seconds or something like that, and then that's how you win the match. But in this one, you just want to annihilate everybody. Uh, but they brought the feature back in the latest, uh, or the last map, the map pack download, and um, i just been kind of going crazy playing that. There was an achievement to get if you beat it on all the new maps. Uh, so, I, you know, I got that, and I actually kind of got more into playing Guardian than I did the um, the other uh, was it Team Deathmatch right now? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I finally prestiged, and I'm already back to a level 25 or 26, I believe. That's uh, what I was going to ask. Like, once you prestige, you know, did, did you really have, like, the motivation to keep going? Or was it like, dang, okay, yeah. I started, I think- I'm, at, I'm at one again. I'm like, yeah, maybe I don't want to play for a week. No, actually, I kind of did, because if you remember when you first started playing... Like, I mean, you can play a game of Horde and you permanently leveled up to level 3 right off the bat. Because, oh, okay. That's true. you know, it doesn't take that much uh, XP to level up. Yeah. So, like I said, I just I just prestiged maybe two days ago, and I'm already up to, like, level 26 already. 
and I actually haven't. I mean, I, the other night I played for a while, but like yesterday, I played for me. I played maybe four matches, and that was it. I was pretty busy yesterday, so it's gonna. It's not gonna take that long to prestige back up to about maybe the seventies or eighties, and then it'll slow back down. Yeah. And playing Guardian, you actually can get more points because, like I said, you can get more kills. Excuse me. I got the hiccups. You can get more kills. You can continue to keep you know playing, especially if you're the if you're the leader, and you don't get uh, captured. You can you get like right off the bat. I think you get like a um, like two hundred and fifty points or something like that. Um, and, and then you know, like I said, the longer the match goes, the the, the longer more chance you can get to get ribbons. Yeah. Um, plus, like I said, it, this actually I never really paid attention to. The longer you play, you get a consecutive game bonus. That's yeah. cool. So, <sighs> you know, like uh, it, it, it maxes out at a, uh, at a thousand, but as long as you keep playing, you're, you're no matter what, you're going to get an automatic thousand points. So, you know, it it uh, it's pretty um, kind of like how Halo was supposed to work, but it never really worked that well. Halo uh, Odia or Reach. What do you mean? Remember they had that thing where they were like, if you play consecutive games, then you'll get bonus. Uh, good. I, I don't remember how much points you got though for it. It though. was like well, it's, it might have been little then because I remember I, I would go a week without playing and I get about the same amount of points. Yeah, the 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 way to get points in Reach would be to do the the um the challenges and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's the yeah the daily challenges and the weekly challenge. And I mean, if you pretty much stayed on it, you leveled up pretty fast. Oh yeah, when me and you were doing yeah. that hardcore, I I got triple my levels in a couple weeks. Well, let me know if you ever want to play it again because I've been kind of in the mood to play. Like I said, when I've been I thinking about here, it too. I have fun, but I'm more in a. It's more stressful to me because it's the way people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe we'll do that because I, I don't in mean, Halo. Yeah, in Halo though, like it's it's you know, like I said, it was funny. It's just you. Even if even if the people are you know doing stupid shit, you're still laughing and having a good time. But it's yeah. just like I don't know. It's, it's it's just funny. Either way, you're both having fun. But like it's gears, you're more yelling and screaming at the TV. Whereas Halo, you're jumping around like a dumbass and just <laughs> laughing and having a good time. Yeah, driving um, around in the warthog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I li- I played was uh, Bioshock. I I beat. The first two levels, um, I told you, like, I'm redoing it on hard, trying to get that achievement. I beat it on hard already, but I'm doing it where I beat it on hard without dying. Uh-huh. So, like I said, I've been doing a lot of saving. <laughs> yeah, that's so, rough. Yeah. Um, I beat the first part, the opening scene, a while ago, like back in April, and then I just started, I played it again, and... Um, it's kind of like I'm taking my time with it. Uh, I'm not just trying to rush through it. So like I, I'll play other things in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but the medical vil- pavilion, I had to start once over because I had to. I saved it. I ended up dying out of parts. So I had to re- you know reload the save. Um, but uh, I beat the medical pavilion, which is the first part. So I now have to head to. If I remember right, I have to head to. It might be Arcadia. And um, so once I get that one done, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll update you. But yeah, I, I, so I played. That's the only other thing I played. The only other thing I've been doing is reading my Gears of War Anvil Gate book. Uh, I thought this was the last book in the series, and was looking up some stuff today. And there's two more books. <laughs> oh wow! 
<laughs> yeah, there, there's one that came out last year called The Coalition's End, which um, is after Anvil's Gate. And then the the last one is called The Slab, which pretty much takes place before all these other books take place. And it's uh, I'm assuming if it's because The Slab is the prison that Marcus Phoenix was held in. It's going to be about him probably leading up. It's funny, leading up to him betraying the cog to try to save his dad and um, being thrown in, getting thrown his probably his trial and him getting thrown in into jail. Uh, Say they're going to follow him around a prison for like a year or something. Oz, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it'll be a prison drama. But then I'm I'm assuming I'm just taking a wild guess because I I just read about when it came out. This actually this book just actually came out. The slab just came out at the beginning of of this month. Oh, okay. But uh, I guess he, he – I'm going to take a wild guess and say it's going to lead up to him being arrested, the trial, him in prison for a while, and probably when um, Dom busted him out, and that which would have been the beginning of Gears 1. I'm just taking a wild guess. Yeah. Spoiler alert. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just me guessing. Uh, but other than that, that's pretty much it. I mean <clears> – <throat> We've been gone for almost a month, and I just kind of been more focused on trying to get to that prestige mark. Yeah, yeah. Anything? Um, and, I uh, thrown in Afro Samurai because my brother borrowed it, and was having trouble with a couple of spots, so I had to take over. Oh but yeah. I pretty much only played it for like <laughs> five, ten minutes, so I was like, ah, I'm not gonna put that on there. And uh, since Patrick loves it so much that uh, you know, I want to put in what I forgot to talk about here. You son of a bitch. No, actually, I just want to mention – I wasn't going to mention it, but you talking about your book kind of made me want to mention it. I um, Actually, because of the way my job is, I, I can listen to podcasts and, and stuff at work, and I, I was really interested in seeing how I would be with uh, audiobooks. Uh, I've never listened to one before, and so I downloaded um, uh, Audible on my phone. And actually, I listened to the trial of uh, – uh, what is it? Um, Abraham Lincoln uh, Vampire Hunter. I want to book? see that. <laughs> wow, the first a few chapters of that book are amazing. I I will probably buy that uh, audio book one day soon. But I ended up buying a book called um, "The Name of the Wind." And if anyone's read it out there, I'd like to uh, get some feedback from you guys. I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm uh, of course I'm listening to an audio book, so I don't know how many pages I'm in. But I'm I'm over. <laughs> uh, I'm like uh, four, 16 hours in or something like that. 18 hours in. And it's like a thirty-hour audiobook, so it's really good. Um, I don't. I'm not going to talk about it much. I just wanted to throw that out there. If if anyone's read it, you know, hit me up on Facebook and we'll uh, we'll chat about it. All right, Patrick. So what is coming out this next week? Um, don't see. say games again. Um, okay. <laughs> CDs that have games on them. Oh, good job. Uh, okay, coming out between five twenty-seven to six two. Is Max Payne for the three for the PC already came out for console? Uh, Resistance Burning Skies for the PS Vita and Batman Arkham City DLC Harley Quinn's Revenge. So in other words, what you're saying is, oh, sorry, PC, PS3, and the 360. So, what you're saying is it's a pretty uh, nothing week. <laughs> I don't know, that DLC is gonna be really good. I mean, yeah, yeah DLC. I'm it's just a saying, fan. If, you're resist- if you're a fan of Resistance. Then you know that's pretty cool that they came out with the one on the Vita. And I guess Max Payne is 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 you know I I never played them because like I said I think when Max Payne originally came out I don't remember it being on PlayStation, 
It was on Xbox. It was on Xbox, and I didn't have an Xbox back in the day, so I never really got into the series, even though I always was interested in it. It always looked really good. But um, I think uh, this game, Max Payne, is bigger, too, because Rockstar produced this one. Oh, okay. So, you know, the same guys who did Grand Theft Auto and and Red Dead Redemption. It's not not like that. And the table tennis. And Rockstar table tennis. I actually (laughs) owned that game back in the day. All right. <clears throat> um, so yeah, before we go on a break, I actually uh, oh, actually not done yet though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say uh, on our site, on our Facebook page. I mean, um, we uh, I actually put the video up for the um, the for the DLC for Harley Quinn's Revenge. Um, okay. So go check it out. If you have not played the game yet and you're planning to, don't watch it. There are major spoilers in that. <laughs> Um, video and I'm on the video. I tagged. Uh, I put that too. You know, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, or I haven't played the game. Don't watch the video. If you watch the video and you haven't played the game and you get spoiled, don't come crying to me. We've given you plenty of warnings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So before we go on a break, um, I had a little something I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, one of the reasons I created this podcast, we created this podcast, is, you know, to get our voice, our opinion out there. Um, and even more than that, uh, I, I like to, I've always liked to help people. Um, and I know that sounds kind of weird for a video game podcast, but like um, with the Nerdgasm Network, when they were starting up, I was really enthusiastic about helping them get get started and getting, you know, out there. Um, other podcasts that have come to me and just generally uh, anybody who's, who's, who's come to me, I've always been more than welcome or more than open to sharing my, uh, my knowledge about podcasting, video games, or anything really. And, you know, I met someone <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, and she, this is a girl who is a huge uh, gamer, huge gamer, um, MMO. I'm talking about hardcore MMO uh, gamer. And, you know, she came off as almost a little ashamed that she was a gamer. That's stupid. Yeah, and you know, um, I'm not going to give her name because um, there's a high potential that she's listening to this, and um, she probably doesn't even know I'm talking about her, so that's that's fine and all. But um, you know, this this is more to everybody out there, especially girls out there. You know, be proud of who you are. If if it's a gamer or non gamer, whatever you're doing. Uh, you know, I mean, she she's in a she's in a field where there's a lot of other females, and um, none of them are gamers. None of them play games, and it's almost as if she has to hold herself back and hide what her true passion is, uh, her true hobby passion is, just because the people around her, you know, aren't gamers. And you know, when I talked to her, even me, who's who's a who's a hardcore gamer, she she seemed almost timid to talk about games. You know. And I just, you know, I just wanted to put this out there and, and say, you know, if if you're a girl gamer, even if you're a guy gamer in, a, in an environment where gaming isn't, quote unquote, accepted, which I know it's becoming less and less nowadays. But, you know, I understand if you don't talk about it or whatever, but don't hide it. You know, don't don't feel like gaming is or, or anything is bad. You know, you guys know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that. that well, it's that, not like you're out there like touching kids or something. I mean, it's not like you're doing yeah. something, you know, illegal. It, it, you know, like I like smoking weed in my quiet time. No, I mean, it, 
there's nothing wrong with gaming, and especially nowadays, it's you're, it's it's more mainstream. Yeah, I mean, look how look at some of these detail commercials, you know, and, and for games now. I mean, like when we were growing up, you might saw like a quick little game, a commercial for a game, you know, and and, and what have you, but. You didn't see like I mean like I still say one of my favorite freaking video game commercials ever was for that PlayStation Three where the guys from the the, I, the soldiers from I don't know what game if they, if they even were supposed to be from a Pacific game mm. whether it had been a Call of Duty or a um, Battlefield or whatever the case may be go into that bar you know they had to check their weapons and you see all these different kinds of weapons and and, and stuff like that they go in the bar and like all these different video game characters are in there just like just chilling having a drink and telling their stories from the game of what they've lived through that was an awesome commercial and i mean it's showing that it's more mainstream now and more acceptable well it was never that it was not acceptable yeah but you know, you you, you got that stereotype old oh, nerd back or, in or, the day or kids. You know, well, this is just as yeah. a, a medium. It's uh, you know, we were kind of lucky to see it. Maybe not from the beginning, beginning. Well, um, but uh, you know, from near the beginning, and it's just as as a medium. It's kind of like been maturing the last twenty <clears throat> years as far as like who it's who's its audience, you yeah, know, is and uh, you know where you you know just where it fits in the whole spectrum, like. Um, you know, uh, when it started, you could almost say it was just like, uh, you know, with like, I don't know, I guess if you figure with like Pong and, you know, Mario and stuff, it was, it was kind of like, uh, just like a, I guess more in the sense of a game, like just a quick, like electronic entertainment. But, um, yeah. now, you know, they, they're almost like interactive movies with some of the storytelling, like being like really good, the visuals being really good and everything. It's, uh. So I mean I don't know I mean um I guess getting to the main thing is is uh you were saying like with uh you know like uh I guess with uh not you know wanting to you know tell everyone or anything um it it is starting to become a bit of a medium but I, I there it is still there where like if you're at work or even sometimes like I know people with um their friends maybe their um their close group maybe they won't share it. and it's you know it's not even like a a work thing I, I I'm trying to recall um. Oh, I was actually watching this uh, documentary on um, this uh, World of Warcraft guild, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy is like a – I forgot the name of it, uh, and I'm probably getting a couple of pe- people mixed up. But um, the, this one guild, the um, GM, he was trying to lead the guild to be like one of the top rating guilds or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like a lawyer or something in his like real life. Mm-hmm. And all of his friends, his close friends, none of them know that he even plays a game. See, but it's like a sixty-hour-a-week <laughs> deal for him, yeah. <laughs> you know. And see, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about. You know, I understand if you're not out there at work going, I play games, and you know, in my spare time and all that stuff. But you know, when you're around friends, and when you're around, you know, people that that supposedly should accept you no matter what, you know, I mean, pretty much no matter what, then that's what I'm talking about. So that's exact. That's a great example, you know. Yeah, and it was actually kind of interesting on the the documentary. Um, uh, he uh, had the thing where he there was a part where he uh, announced to his friends he went out with like six or seven of his friends to a bar and it was like a big thing he was gonna let him know that he <laughs> he's like a guild master and that he put, he plays like World of Warcraft like forty hours a week or something and uh and uh they he told him but it, it was hard for him to tell them and they didn't seem to really care but it was yeah. hard for him to, to even be like uh so yeah I, I play this video game and uh, kind of good at it and. Kind of, you know, <laughs> and um, 
So, yeah, I mean... Um, and, and that's basically what I mean is, you know, I mean, I'm not saying go out there and throw it in people's faces, you know, don't, don't, you know, if, if someone doesn't want to hear about it, then, you know, don't talk about it. But at the same time... Like I said, that, like, my bad for interrupting you, but I'm saying that's the same thing with any subject, you know what yeah. I mean? If someone's not interested, then there's no yeah. need oh, to yeah. talk about it, you but know? If, if it's such an important part of your life, I mean, like, this this girl, she seems, again, I, I, I don't know her whole gaming habit, but she seems... All her spare time at home is spent on in MMO worlds, um, and you know, up till two, three, four in the morning, playing. You know, getting lack of sleep just for this game, and yet she seems like it's more like a, a guilty pleasure than anything Maybe else. Maybe she's more embarrassed that she would spend so many hours. You know what I mean? Losing sleep playing. Yeah, but it's I, like I said at the, at the end of the day, you don't need to. Re, you don't. You know, in all honesty, you don't need to reveal that to anybody. You know, yeah. I'm just say I'm really into this game, and I and I put a lot of time in, into it, but it doesn't affect my life. If it doesn't affect your life, the only way there should be there would be a problem with gaming, which is any kind of addiction, yeah. would be if it takes over your life. Yeah, and, I, I agree. You know, you're, you're you're skipping meals. You're I don't know, like you know, some of these people on Facebook, uh, Farmville, and all that oh. shit, where they're, you know, killing Boy, their kids for interrupting the game too. Well, yeah, that's that's why. <laughs> I know it's a little off subject, but that's why I'm kind of dreading when uh, Blizzard releases the real, real, real money system in uh, their Diablo. games in Diablo Three, because it didn't get released. It's getting released sometime this year. So the real world money, and I'm like, wow, people are gonna go crazy and like make it a make a job out of it, spending like all day playing Diablo and get obsessed and hooked, and then you know, selling these items. I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. But uh, so to end this before we we're, and let us go on to our break, um, you know, if if you are the kind of person that is a little ashamed or just don't like telling people, you know, you always have someone here at uh, this podcast. If if you want to talk, um, you know, just send us a line. We're we're always willing to talk to pretty much any anybody about games. Um, you know, I mean, we have a lot more people contacting us now. A lot more people writing in and. Uh, you know, voting on our verses, and it's really nice. Uh, if if you're if you're that kind of person that that you know doesn't get the outlet to talk about it, you know, send us an email, hit us up on Facebook. We're more than willing to on our part on our webpage. Yeah, I mean, and if if you're really that passionate, maybe we'll even have you as a guest host or 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 uh, at least you know a segment once in a while or something. Well, 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 yeah, because you know, we, there's no pictures, so you won't have to worry about your face being seen. We can use and, a, fi- we can use your gamer tag or false name, or and if you really yeah. need me to, I can I can warp your voice too. Exactly, that's what where I was going. <laughs> and then it, was yeah, like, then it'll feel. Like I became a gamer back in 1994. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then then it'll be like we have like Darth Vader on the show every now and then. And- <laughs> Thank you for uh, letting me rant a little bit. Um, it's been on my mind for about two, three weeks since I since I met her. Um, you know, just a little, you know. So, yeah, let's go to take a break. We'll be right back.
All right, we're back from our break. And because Patrick is so uh, loving himself so much, and he reminded me that I did not introduce him, so I'm going to go ahead and do that now. This week we have with us Frank. You know what? Uh, I think we should uh, just focus more on uh, introducing Patrick right now. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> introducing the great Patrick. What do you do? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, all right. So let's get into news stories. And of course, if if you're anybody in the in the gaming industry or in the know in the gaming industry, you've heard about uh, Thirty Eight Studios. I mean, even me who haven't looked at the game blog in before today in 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 probably three weeks, I knew about this as it happened. So, uh, but Frank knows a lot more. So I'm going to go ahead and pass this one to him. So yeah, this is kind of a developing story. Actually, when uh, I started uh, getting notes on it Thursday, it was. Uh the main issue was that they were having that 38 Studios was having financial trouble and that they were they haven't been paying their loan to Rhode Island for like the last couple months or something. Yeah. But since then it's actually got a lot worse. They've uh recently had to shut down 38 Studios and uh, big huge uh, games which uh, kind of helped develop games for them. Mm-hmm. And they had a they actually had to lay off all the employees for both companies and they had to close their doors. Um by the way for anyone uh who doesn't know 38 studios and big huge games they're basically both i i believe both are owned by kurt Schilling. yeah I, I thought it was the other way man i thought um i, I think you're right because after looking at i thought 38 studios was the like smaller company but i guess big huge games is the smaller company yeah so like 38 studios is the main company and, and they had big huge games um handle like knights of amalar for them oh, okay but from what i understand i believe ownership is to both yeah um, it makes sense um, I think Big Huge Games used to be on their own previously, but I think there was some kind of ownership changing hands when uh, 38 Studios uh, subcontracted them for Knights of Amalur. Okay. Or, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, basically, it's the development studio owned by uh, Kurt Schilling, uh, and they've uh, released the Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning game. And yeah. they've been in development since about 2006, 2007, um, They've been uh, developing Copernicus, which was set to be a MMO, and it looks really great. But uh, unfortunately, it might not even uh, happen now. I know. Uh, they, there's there's no word as yet as far as if any companies are <clears throat> going to buy the content. But you almost kind of have a feeling that someone would be interested in, given the debt of the company, that you know they might they may also be interested in selling it. Um. Because, you know, from 2006 to 2012, that's a lot of <laughs> time. And uh, all the videos I've seen of it so far, it looks really good. So Yeah, because didn't they, didn't they start on the MMO first? Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, they started the development for the MMO around, like I said, 2006, 2007. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they needed some kind of profit. Uh, you know, you're running a video game studio for seven years and you don't have a game. <laughs> you know, um, granted, of course, the type of game they were doing requires usually, you know, five to ten years development. Um, still, they needed some kind of income. And so that's why uh, Kingdoms of Avalon was basically kind of off the same engine. It was it was almost like a mini, you know, uh, expo of the Copernicus. Yeah, basically. You know, turned into a game, you know, so they could uh, get it out there. And um, as far as with the details with the loan that they were owed, um, that they were owed, that they've owed to Rhode Island, 
Um, basically, in 2007, they took out a $75 million loan to support the, the game. Uh, one reason was because they were unable to actually get any, um, uh, like, investors, just, you know, not like the, you know, as far as, like, bank loans, as far as private investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't able to get the money needed, so that's why they they turned to the state. Um, Rhode Island actually set up this thing for uh, to help uh, boost uh, jobs, and I believe it's yearly. They put out $75 million, or it could be every five years or so. Uh, I couldn't find the details exactly on that, but... Um, Basically, they had $75 million set aside to create jobs, and they put the whole entire $75 million towards uh, 38 Studios, and um, uh, 38 Studios was paying $1.1 million a month, and I believe March or April was the last time that they actually paid them, yeah. uh, and so because of that, they, you know, they defaulted on the loan, and they had to close doors and everything, and uh, yeah. Uh, Excuse me. I, I was just reading, and I'm not sure if, if uh, you were going to say this, but I guess uh, they tried to actually um, talk to the workers and tell them, well, the only way you can keep your job is if we don't pay you and we put all that towards the loan. But yeah. I guess even that didn't work. Yeah, and they were actually, um, uh, you know, like I said, Thursday was that they had uh, financial troubles. S- Sunday, or no, Saturday, or sorry, Friday, they getting all my days confused saturday was actually when they closed them from wednesday to friday they were actually trying to get the state to give them an extra two million dollars like just right now uh so they could pay off um the employees and everything since they haven't been paying the the employees since april and the state basically had the option of uh giving them more money in hopes that they could turn around and actually eventually pay them back the whole 75 million Mm -hmm. or just give up on it and take the 75 million as a total loss and not give them any money and that's what the Rhode Island ended up doing is just uh, cutting their losses and uh, you know not uh, giving them any more money Um, and it's kind of a bummer um, with uh, a lot of the employees uh, because they had actually opened the studios in Rhode Island a lot of uh, people who were working for the company you know they didn't well they didn't originally live in Rhode Island so this is another story that's coming out and it's not with all the employees, but some of them is um, basically the company, 38 Studios, took over their, uh, uh, basically bought their old homes in whatever state or wherever they lived before. And 38 Studios was going to sell the house and then give the employees the money when the house was sold. Um, uh, but what it what happened is actually 38 Studios was unable to sell a lot of the employees' uh, homes that moved. And now they're basically left with the bill for the the house as well. Um, and well, the, you, I mean, the thing is, is uh, you know, they moved, so they bought a you know a house in Rhode Island, and the house mm-hmm. that they thought they sold in wherever they came from earlier um, was uh, not sold. And so basically, it was the way it looked as as if they just you know moved and didn't pay their house payments or whatnot. Um, it's dirty. So they're kind of screwed on that front. Um, but a uh, uh, little uh, info with Kingdom, Kingdoms of uh, Amalur. Uh, it actually had a decent um, success. It sold 1.2 million copies as of uh, May, May 24th. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, but the bad thing is, is because they spent so much money on development, they actually needed it to sell $3 million just to break even. 
You mean three million copies? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> three million. <dollars. laughs> okay. So they needed. So they needed three million. They're they needed to money. sell. <laughs> they needed to sell <laughs> three million copies, but they only sold one point two million, and that was another reason why um, kind of all this um, debt kind of built up on the company. Um, but um, uh, one thing that was kind of interesting is, uh, you know, like I, I've told you earlier that uh, um, Kurt Schilling, which is owner of the Thirty Eight Studios, how he was uh, he used to be a host on the Instance, which is a World of Warcraft podcast, and you know that was it was that interest of MMOs that actually led him to you know decide to develop his own you know MMO, um, which you know I guess looking at back at it now I mean maybe he should have just bought a server or something, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, Scott Johnson, which is the current host of the instance, he actually quoted uh, um, uh, Kurt Schilling as saying that he is just uh, destroyed by the whole uh, event. Um, yeah, that's so, sad. It was he put his life savings into it. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty much uh, all his uh, savings, and then you know he had to have to get the loan on top of that. So I mean, he's out probably money he had, and then he's he's going to owe likely a lot. Um, I don't know how the whole legal thing's going to work out as far as where it'll land, but um, yeah, it's just uh, I just wanted to put that that note there because um, he's getting a lot of flack right now. Um, you know, of course, obviously the the you know the whole company caved in. They took out loans that they couldn't realistically pay and they probably aimed too high, you know, right away to decide to, you know, you know, develop the, you know, top MMO as their first game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it just looks like it's like a case of like mismanagement and whatnot. Cause, uh, from it, it's seeming as he really had a whole concern for the whole thing. It wasn't just like a, Hey, let's fire everyone and save money. Um, because uh, like right now he's just trying to, you know, uh, you know, figure out with uh, all the employees and everything that you know they're just kind of screwed right now. Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, you know, one thing I was like thinking about is um, with the whole thing with the you know, because it's just like another MMO that you know someone tried to develop either it didn't make it to you know release or there's a lot that do make it to release and then after that they're you know they kind of fall within months. You know, they mm-hmm. become free uh, MMOs or they just get shut down entirely. Is, um, I don't know, perhaps like this is like just the pinnacle of like as far as development, like as, as of right now with video games, where it's just something that, you know, a lot of companies shouldn't even touch. Like, yeah, to really? MMO. Because, um, um, you know, with like Blizzard, you know, they're the only ones with like major success. Because I was. From what I heard is uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, from what I understand, I was actually reading that they had to lay off employees as well. Yeah, but the thing <clears throat> is about that is uh, they're actually I – was, I was actually reading it today. Um, they are still going strong per like MMO. Yeah. Compared to other MMOs. Um, they – but – and unlike other MMOs that, you know, usually after like the – Six month mark, they're down like to uh, just a percentage of what they went up to. Yeah, um, they're still over a million, I think, and I think well over a million. And they've only lost four hundred thousand subscribers since uh, launch. Yeah. So and they, you know compared to like lose going up to like a million and then losing like eight hundred thousand after six months, they're yeah. still doing pretty good. But um, of course, you know they they kind of expected this. Um, sucks that they had to lay off people, but 
I have a feeling it was kind of expected by them. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure they were hoping it wouldn't happen, but. Yeah. But from what I'm uh, what I'm reading is they they have no plans on uh, changing their pay system. They have no plans. They they feel like that they made a product that's going to be in it for the long run. Um, one note too with uh, the pay system. Um, I I haven't been able to get like a exact details, but from what I heard from um, you know, when I was listening to the instance and from what I was like kind of reading like of, of course no one directly said that this was the reason but um uh, i almost have a feeling that the game was geared towards like a monthly subscription oh sorry uh, copernicus the game that oh, okay. studios was developing uh-huh. is it seems like it was geared towards a monthly subscription and um from what i've heard and stuff is that they were trying to convert the game from a monthly subscription to um a free-to-play where you know you would buy like certain things and supposedly the time to convert the game you know because you have to figure itemization and things like this like the, like that would, would change based on what you know pace you know system there is mm-hmm. um is it seems like a, as though there was like a possible delay like there was even more development time required because they had to switch it from uh monthly to a free game mm-hmm. and that could have even uh been part of the cause as far as like why they had to close down because you know um, they started the game in 2007, and you know it made sense to do the the monthly. But now it's you know possibly like where it wouldn't really make sense. Mm. Um, again, I, I I can't get that for sure. I wasn't able to find any exact details on on you know if that was a you know delay or whatever. But uh, from what I've been hearing, it seems like it might have been a a part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a kind of a bummer. Um, because we we we've talked about uh you know the studio uh, not a lot a lot but you know we've talked about it previously yeah since before they even actually uh before it was even founded well when it was just founded I should say yeah so um um so yeah um for now they're closed uh, no again no news on if uh anyone's gonna buy the content or if they'll you know it'll ever be uh you know what they what they've developed so far if it'll ever be picked up um but um. Yeah, it's uh, I guess bad news, but yeah. Yeah, well, you it's know, it's just weird that. Sorry, but this is weird that some they they put out a game that just blew up. You know. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it, uh, it did. You know, it blew up, but at the same time, it wasn't. They put so much into it. Yeah. You know, like Frank was saying, you know, it didn't. It never made them money. And um. It actually, it's... They're, <laughs> they're going to come out with DLC that they're going to overcharge for? <laughs> like, no, I, I was actually, actually going to mention that. They um, they have two DLCs lined up already. Um, I, I kind of wonder if they just rush-pushed them out because um, one DLC was announced like a, two weeks ago, or no, like a, maybe like 10, 12 days ago, and the other DLC was uh, announced five days ago. Really? Like, you know, the first and second one was announced within a week. You know, I, I kind of wonder if they were like initially like thinking okay well we'll roll these out like in three and you know two and three months after the game mm-hmm. uh, i mean it has been a it has been a couple months since the game came out but it was just kind of weird that you know a week before they shut down they announced like two or three dlcs coming out within a couple weeks you know coming sorry coming out within a couple weeks of each other like it was kind of it almost looked like it was like maybe they're just trying to rush it out to get some you know income real quick yeah uh, yeah and those still will come out, I, I believe. Um, it's gonna be like, uh, <laughs> like, like, how much is the DLC? It's like 
three thousand points. <laughs> uh, I know, huh? I'll just put the straight cash. It's like it's like forty five hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like, dang it! Like, you gotta take out a loan to get some DLC. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, uh, all right. So yeah, so that's that's uh, too bad for third. Uh, Thirty eight studios and uh, Kurt Schilling. Um, you I know, feel, I feel I feel worse for though for the the employees that like Frank was talking about that um you know are getting screwed over on that house deal. Yeah. Of course like I, I, I was talking with Frank about that yesterday. I was like at the same time though I personally would have been like yeah I need this in writing. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean you you don't expect you know none of them expected that studio to go under like that so fast. Yeah. But I was like yeah I need that in writing that you're taking care of this house cuz <laughs> One one quick just like last note is um, it it could have been it it seems like the whole story was a bit of everyone rushing in like because it sounded like too good to be true almost and you know it could have been with you know I'm not saying like the employees did anything wrong I don't I don't know the whole details but you know if uh, you know you're offered a job for a place or it's uh, going to be like a huge game it's going to be a big development they're getting a lot of funding you know I, I if you're kind of anticipated maybe you know you <sighs> rush in a bit and again I don't know their their whole case but. Um, and it's the same thing with the state is um, the state got excited. They just kind of figured like, you know, oh, you know, huge uh, game development. And, you know, we don't have any like game development in Rhode Island. And now we could have one of the top games maybe, you know, develop here and all the employees paid here. And um, uh, so, you know, the, the $75 million was actually initially meant to fund several businesses, like, you know, a couple, like maybe like 100 businesses. And uh, now they actually have a rule now where, when they do put out the $75 million, which I think it's like every year or every five years, um, it only $10 million could be given to one company. And um, they're setting up like different rules where now it has to be um, uh, dispersed between a max amount, like a minimum amount of companies. And uh, they're actually uh, putting a lot of regulations now in uh, Rhode Island with their spending because – and, uh, and I was actually reading one port report where they said it was my, it might be a good thing that this happened for Rhode Island because mm-hmm. there's so many people looking at their money now, like they're restructuring their whole thing, you know. Yeah. After a big, you know, thing like this, they're going to be really cautious where they put their money now. So it's oh, yeah. putting a lot of um, uh, enforcement on like probably somewhere where there wasn't any before as far as like spending. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's move on to other news. What do we got first? I think Patrick. Yep. Alrighty then. Um, some Grand Theft Auto news. Um, Grand Theft Auto is is to ship um, the end of March, uh, twenty thirteen. So <clears throat> next year, I'll be looking forward to that one. And uh, I wonder if they'll have another big special edition like they did for Grand Theft Auto Four. Probably. Um. Let's see, and it's uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 is to sell 14 five, million on. By the way, uh, Grand Theft Auto did I say five. Five, did I say you, four? Said, you said four the whole time. I just realized that. Uh, well, Grand Theft Auto 5 is to ship at the end of March 2013, and Grand Theft Auto 5 <laughs> is to sell 14 million on launch, says an analyst. Taking, That's uh, a large number right there. I, though, you know what? I mean,. I can see that game doing it. Here's that's the, that's here's one the thing. game I think that whether you're into sports or puzzles or whatever <laughs> game, it seems like that's like or a the, hijack. Um, exactly. Yeah. Hijack. Here, here's <laughs> the thing. 
Uh, that's the that's one game that has in common that I think that everybody loves. Here, here's the thing about that that statement though. Um, there is no uh, set rule on what launch means anymore. Um, it used to mean that when you said launch, you could either assume it was the first weekend or the first week, um, or the first month. But that would, that would usually specify. Nowadays, a lot of these analysts and a lot of these companies, their launch is like the first three months or something like that. So if it's like the first three months or first six months, then yeah, I can see that happening. Um, but as of right now, the the fastest selling game ever didn't uh, sold less than uh, ten ten million in um, its first uh, week. So, you know, I mean, again, it, it, it that's why I'm saying like I, at first I was like that's that's hard to believe. But if if they're talking about three to six months, then yeah, I can see that. I would think launch should be at least the first week. Yeah, yeah, at least personally. I'd, I mean- I'd even give one month. For launch window. After that, I don't think it should be considered launch anymore. Yeah. I, but uh, a lot of these companies are, you know, to make their numbers look better, they're like, yeah, we sold like 10 million in our launch window. Well, how long was your launch window? Well, a year and year, a half. Yeah, the first year it came out. And I, I would think the launch window would be at least a week. But yeah. But um, just uh, one number to throw out there. Um, I was just I couldn't find the one for today, but uh, as far as uh, up to September 2011th, again, uh, I mean September 2011, again mm-hmm. old number, but uh, GTA 4 had uh, 22 million in sales. Yeah, and, and de- definitely I could see that you know over a long period of time. So we'll see. Um, I, I think it'll sell. I think it'll sell good. I don't. I don't think it'll flop or anything. Shoot, it's a GTA game. I mean, as much crap as I talked about it, I'll probably buy it anyway. <laughs> Well, I didn't talk crap about it, but you know what I'm saying. Did you play the fourth one? Yeah, I, I, I bought it. I didn't play it to the end or anything, but I played probably about half of it. I've never completed a GTA game. I love them, but I never complete them. So. Oh, dude, that game was so awesome. <laughs> All right, so... Um, Nico was like one of the best characters. Everybody loves what's-his-name from the second and third one. Uh-huh. And Vice City or whatever, but I, I, Nico, to me, was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Um... So yeah, we talked about last uh, podcast that there was possibly a there was a rumor, a strong rumor that there would be a ninety nine dollar Xbox with two year subscription. Um, well, turns out the day after we uh, recorded, it was a year ago, huh? Oh, it was confirmed. Um, <laughs> it was confirmed. So uh, and but from what I was reading, it's only available if you go to the brick and mortar. Microsoft stores. I don't think you can get this online. I don't, you can't get it through Walmart. You can't get it through uh, GameStop. You have to go to the Microsoft stores. And I guess there's quite a few around the country. So um, if you're interested in it, interested in this, and to give a little uh, backstory, you basically you pay a two-year subscription and you get uh, Xbox Live Gold, the system, um, and I think it was like is it something else too. No, no, now I'm forgetting, and of course I don't have it up. Um, two-year contract. <laughs> yeah, it, but you have to pay a two-year contract, and it comes out to be um, the the expense of it is comes out to be about what do we say? I think a hundred dollars more mm-hmm. um, than if you had bought it outright. But the the benefit is that you can pay it monthly or whatever instead of. Uh, I still think that. Um... I mean, yeah, if you can buy it and. It, Xboxes are getting cheap enough, especially if you go used, that you could probably get this for almost the same price. Um, you can get an Xbox for 150 bucks used now. So, you know, I mean, 
But if, if you're the kind of person that needs to spend, you know, over a two-year period to buy all that, then then this is a good option, I say. But, um, yeah, just be careful because it is a two-year contract. And I believe the terms um, that I, I saw so far is if you break your contract, you have to pay for the whole system. So, you know, I mean, you don't want to have to break your contract. All right. Uh, so what's this about Harry Potter, Patrick? <laughs> Well, thought you saw the last of Harry Potter. Well, he's coming coming to you in a new Connect game in the fall. If it's good, I will buy this day one. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I, mean, I, I love the movies. I'm not gonna lie, but I've never played any of the games. Well, I wasn't. I was kind of interested in getting just because I don't know. I like Lego Batman. I was thinking about getting the Lego Harry Potter game. Yeah, but. we should get it and play it. But uh, I was. I want to. Spirio Pistronus all over your face. <laughs> I, uh, I I was not a huge, huge uh, Harry Potter fan until I started reading the books. And after I got through all seven books in like three months, I... Uh, he had no life. Yeah, well, basically. Darn I it. mean... Uh, Remind me of that. That's a, lot, that's a lot of fucking reading in the... <laughs> but, you know, truthfully, um, the reason I read... Well, the first three books are really short, but I was reading one a week. But, I started reading the first book and then I just never, yeah, finished it. I, by the time I started getting to the other books, it was the reason I ended up reading them so fast is because I wanted to read get through the whole series before the uh, seven point two movie came out. And so yeah, I finished like a couple weeks before that came out. So there you go. Okay, well, also um, the Epic Mickey games. Their uh, Epic Mickey is planned for. A four-game series. So wow. the first one came out on Wii only, and I, I sorry, huh? Oh, four games. Sorry. Yeah, and the second game, which is supposed to be Epic Mickey Two, I, I reported is going to you know, be on 360. Also, um, so uh, there, it looks like the rest of the games are going to be expanded out to the other systems. But uh, yeah, they, they, I haven't played, the, I haven't played any of them yet. Um, but it, I guess they're all going to be connected, and it's going to be a four-game series. So if you're a Disney, a Mickey Mouse fan, a game, a fan of Epic Mickey, you got two more. Uh, you're gonna have a four games you have to buy. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, Epic Mickey Two looks awesome. It really does. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. And I, I just actually looked it up. It's actually on PC too, or on PC and Mac too. So. Okay. So cool. it's all around. I didn't know that one actually? Yeah, I didn't either. It's all around, so that's that's cool. So that means, uh, you know, like a couple months after it comes out, I'll get it on a Steam sale for like fifteen bucks. <laughs> Whatever you gotta do, brother. All right. And speaking about um, fastest selling games of all time, uh, Diablo three, as we know, came out about a little under two weeks ago now, um, and it sold three point five million on its first day. Um, and that doesn't even take into consideration the 1.2 million that were given away as the um, gift for or for subscribing to a year of WoW at one time um, we talked about before. So that means that there were basically 4.7 million people ready to play within uh, the you know day one or day within the first couple days of the game. Um, and since then, it has now sold 6.5 million units and. Um, Blizzard, of course, this is Blizzard saying it, but Blizzard has come out and said this is the fastest-selling video game of all time. Um, but, you know, a big company like Blizzard's not going to say that kind of thing unless it's true, so 
I mean, I, I kind of take their word for it. Uh, 6.5 million units sold within um, seven days. That's pretty impressive. So uh, I, I'm one of those people. So I was happy to say that. I like to be a statistic. He was hella happy. <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, that, that's, that's really cool. Um, I, I knew the game was going to sell. I'm not sure I expected it to sell so well on day one, 3.5 million. That's, that's crazy. But um, I'm glad. And, but that explains, I mean, you have, you have a potential 4.7 million people trying to log in within a 48-hour period. No wonder they had so much problems with their servers for the first two days. Hella servers. Hella servers. All right. Uh, Patrick, next. Use Minecraft tops Black Ops on Xbox Live. Woo! Um, it was only beaten out by uh, Modern Warfare Three online. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> so this is like a mountain of time spent playing. Is that what it is? Um, yeah, like online play. Like yeah. you know, I guess they measure how many people are online playing. You know. Yeah, like, I don't know how they check that shit. Like, well, they, the servers it's or what? Just like, I don't know. It's just like Steam. It's uh, whenever if you're logged onto the internet, um, every time that you, whenever you're playing any game, they track statistics. So, yeah, yeah, it's really easy to tell for them. Well, that's cool. Um, I know Minecraft uh, on on uh, Xbox went just crazy. As soon as it was released, it, it, the the sales were the amount of sales were crazy. Um, yeah, um, it was. It, I've seen a couple. Couple of my friends playing it just makes my, not a billionaire instead of a millionaire. My uh, journey into my sorry uh, Minecraft uh, Xbox 360 uh, the demo uh-huh. was it was pretty amazing too. Um, really, I uh, walked to this fort and then I broke uh, some blocks that were like a window, <laughs> and uh, then I just kind of just walked around and turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm. I know if I got if I if I get more into it, uh, I'll have I'll, I'll, I'll dig it. Um, we but, can uh, dig it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just putting that out there. I played it for like two minutes, but I was in a rush. So yeah, uh, I, I love Minecraft. It's a game that I will go back to one day. Um, I got it on PC, and uh, it's it's one of those games that for me anyway. For me, it's it's one of those games that like if I sit down and play it. I'm going to sit down and play it for like three hours, and then I might not play it again for another month, but when I get back in on, it'll be like another three or four hours. I don't know about all that, but... That's how it is for me. That's that, that kind of game. I mean, I was obsessed with it for a while. Uh, that's cool. I don't, I, I've seen it, and I just... Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well... I don't like to craft my mind. <laughs> the only craft I like is craft singles. I knew you were going to say, I thought you were going to say craft cheese, but anyway, all right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, GameStop putting out, a blah, blah, blah. GameStop putting on a public expo, the GameStop expo, mm-hmm. uh, one day event in San Antonio, Texas for $35. I probably should have put down the date it was, I don't know why I didn't, but I guess it don't really matter since it's in Texas and I'm not in Texas. <laughs> Hold on, I'll I'll try to look it up real quick. But uh, while you give your thoughts on it, because I know you had a strong opinion about that earlier. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I just think it's kind of funny. I I, I mean, I I kind of wonder what they're gonna do and everything. Like like they uh, new games, kind of like oh, like if um, I think kind of like how when they have their cause I know every year they have their um, they have a conference in Vegas. Uh huh. Um, and cause I used to have, I have a lot of friends that work for GameStop and, um, they talk about some of the new games coming out 
it's pretty much going to be the same thing. They're going to talk about games coming out. They're going to talk about um, uh, what's it called? Um, DLC that's going to be coming out. I mean, it's it, yeah. You know, I figured they're going to have some offers. I don't know. It, just to me, um, I, and okay, I'm not actually. Just <laughs> I, I should say I don't like GameStop, but I'm actually not discouraging them from doing this. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's it's bad. I actually think it's a good thing that they're doing this. But I just think it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm wondering uh, what they could okay, possibly. Real quick. Okay, August 29th is going to be the day. All right, cool. So I was just wondering what they're going to do to attract people to this. Like, what you, you is... know what they could do? Huh? Uh, just to re you know relive the GameStop uh, action you know at the event. Uh-huh. They'll just have like um, they'll re-release already released games, but at a set hour during the day. <laughs> Yeah, so they could have like a two PM release of uh, Max Payne three, and everyone just waits in line and stuff. And and you know one, one of the other one of the other booths that they're gonna have is you can actually open games and then buy them at full price, <laughs> and then sell they're, them back. Yeah, yeah, they're dope. <laughs> they're gonna have and upcoming then, titles from Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, Activision, and Electronic Arts. Uh, and um, like I said, the general mission is gonna be thirty five bucks. The expo is gonna be held at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center from eleven a.m. to 4 p.m. and um, can you reserve a, a ticket now? Uh, uh, yeah, yes. Um, what the hell is that? Sorry. Oh, now it feels like I feel like I'm on nerdgasm with that one. I know random, that was random, bad. Random fucking video being played in the background. Um, this also the show will be open to the Power Up Rewards members. Um. Oh, it's only open to the Power Up Reward members. Oh, okay, that's cool. Well, so in other words, it's uh, thirty five dollars. But if you're not a Power Up Rewards member, you have to pay that fee first. <laughs> yeah, it's free to sign up for Power Rewards. Oh, that's right, it is now, huh? It's, it's yeah. There's there's the Power Rewards for free, and then there's like the one where you can be an elite one where yeah. um, you get the magazine and and, and um, stuff oh, like stuff, that. Yeah, but either um, way, you can sign up for free. They're also looking for people to be a, for the premium experience can purchase a $100 VIP pass, which grants them gamer access to four sections with some of the biggest names in gaming as well as an in, entry to the gaming lounge and special lines for s- signings. And again, they don't say who's necessarily there to... They probably aren't sure yet. <laughs> yeah. And again, I mean, really, I'm all for any kind of convention, any kind of uh, expos, especially in video games. Um I mean, if this was in in our area, I would I would go in a heartbeat. Just because I don't like GameStop, I mean, I hate to say it, that's kind of hypocritic that, you know, that I'm paying my money to go, but at the same time, I'm supporting the industry too, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but it was just it's just kind of funny I, when you said it. I was kind of like wondering what the heck are they gonna do, you know? Well, here I'll, what I'm gonna do here is it, uh, I'll I'll send you the. Um... What's it called? The uh, website. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All so right. Cool. You can look cool. at it. Cool. Yeah. Add it in the show notes if you would like. Yes, sure. Um, okay. All right. Well, that's it for news stories this week. Um, and we have, of course, our uh, versus results for week six and announcement of week seven. So, Frank, take it away. So, um, week six was uh, technically a two and a half week or so. Yeah. <laughs> or a three week Actually, uh, period. Actually, yeah, well, yeah, I guess that. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, a little delay. 
But um, the results, uh, actually, for Spider-Man and Master Chief, we had uh, Spider-Man winning with 80%. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I had a feeling that was going to happen. I only voted once, I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God I only voted once. I only I voted once, and I voted for uh, Spider-Man. So? Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that was a... a <laughs> I, I think that was, for me, that was almost a no, no-brainer. I mean, but... Yeah, I but, mean, uh, you know, Master Chief, you know, like you said, he could uh, flip cars and... Uh, and uh, with one pinky, yeah, yeah, and he, he's you know a soldier and everything. But uh, you know, Spider Man's went against like soldiers before, and he, granted, he's like a super soldier. He, you know, I I think he could handle him. Captain America? Well, maybe maybe not that <laughs> oh, great super of a soldier. soldier. <laughs> I was like, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's he's not that great of a soldier. He still has to rely on guns and everything. Yeah, he can't just throw a shield and have it come back to him. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. uh. Yeah, so um, now for week seven, we have our first up, we have uh, Ryu. He's uh, pretty much the main character of the Street Fighter franchise. Uh, he debuted in 1987 in Street Fighter. And you see, uh, there was actually at one point an original Street Fighter. It wasn't Street Fighter 2, Turbo Gold, X, <laughs> Super uh, Planet Venus yeah. versus That's Mars edition. Versus Mars. Part 2. Part 2. Yeah, not many people know actually. HD. Not many people know anything about HD. the origi- original. Uh, it was fucking HD before H- motherfucking HD was invented. Yeah, uh, that game came out in 1989. By the way, the one we were talking about. Yeah, but the no, original um, Street Fighter. Not many people really know about. Yeah, yeah but was, the, wasn't like Ryu and Guile like the only actual Ken, or was it Ken? I think it was just Ryu and Ken. I think I think I'm pretty sure Guile was in it too. I know there was three, so he might have been. I'll, I'll look it up while you're talking. Go ahead, Frank. But yeah, that was uh he was a uh, debut in 1987 in the first Street Fighter. He's uh been featured in movies. He's um again, you know, the main pretty much one of the main characters of the whole franchise. Um you know, he's identifiable with you, you know, if you were to make a commercial Street Fighter game, you know, you're going to put Ryu in it, you know. Well, well, just like when they had the commercial for Street Fighter versus um Tekken, it was Ryu walking through the streets and uh Ready to throw down with whoever the hell that was from Tekken. Some guy. <laughs> Bystander. Everybody knew who Ryu was, even though he was wearing a damn hooded uh, hooded, hooded cloth or cloak or whatever the hell that she was. And, uh, yeah, I mean, even for when you know Street Fighter had its uh, redo, when uh, Street Fighter 4 was announced, I believe the intro was just Ryu standing in a field with air wind blowing and there was like a thunderstorm or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got everyone hyped because of the new art style when that came out. For yeah, Street I remember Fighter that. Film. I loved that. It was, you know, it wasn't even much of the video. Just uh, Ryu standing in a field, and everyone got hyped. <laughs> um, and uh, as far as for Ryu, um, he has a—I don't even know if this is a skill, but he—he's always barefoot. So yeah, he has tough feet. <laughs> Doesn't need shoes, and yeah, his <laughs> fucking um, shoes. As far as his. Fighting style, um, he he uh, does uh, judo and Jeremy is this uh, sh- Shotokan? Yeah, I think it's Shotokan is how it's pronounced. And um, he also he also uh, he's trained in an assar- uh, sorry an assassination arts <laughs> called you been playing Ansetsu- Mes- Sorry, yeah, which is Ansetsuken, yeah, which is known as the assassination's fist. Yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, uh, the the difference between them, I mean, he's he's trained in all of them, but 
um, different games had different bios um, for him, yeah. and I guess different games actually used different terms for his fighting style. Some just said uh, freestyle karate. Others said like Shotokan, uh, you know, judo, whatever. I know Sh- uh, Shotokan is, is his main... I'm pretty sure it's his main martial art that he actually... Uh, uh, like in the anime series, that he always called it Shotokan. So... Um, yeah. but, but the thing is like his master, it wasn't, it wasn't like he was like some, uh, you know, some dojo that, you know, he paid money, you know, it was like a master of all martial arts that it's he like, trained under. It wasn't so. 24 hour fitness. It was yeah, exactly. 24 hour fitness. <laughs> 24 hour Shotokan. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And, uh, he also, he, uh, as far as, you know, having a, being a skilled fighter and, uh, the ability to summon wind to, you know, blow his, uh. Yeah, it's, all he has to do is, you know, cross his arms and look to the side, and magically wind just comes out. I think Storm from the X Men just hangs out with him, and he she just <laughs> creates a little wind every time he does that. Like, damn again, Ryu? Shit, wind. <laughs> but uh, he also has uh, the ability to do the Hudouken, which is um, he basically gathers energy and air, and you know, uses it as a projectile. Um, I guess if you were to think in real life terms, he could jump pretty high. This this almost goes with all the characters in all the video games, but I mean, if you think about it, you know, he's jumping probably like six, seven feet in the air. Yeah, uh, that's that's remarkable in real real life uh, terms. Um, and um, for his opponent, we have Link. Uh, Link oh wait, I wanted to add something real quick to to Ryu. Or Ryu, however you say his name, is he can also fight for hours at end and and, and like do flips, uh, like he'll he'll grab you and throw you on the uh, uh, over his head as he falls on the ground in his white suit never gets dirty. Yeah, that's true. It it yeah. <laughs> and actually, uh, I before we go on, uh, the characters that were in the original Street Fighter that have been in other Street Fighters um, are Gen, Birdie. Uh, uh, Adon and Sagat. Wow. So the only three originals that were in like Street Fighter two and three were Sagat and uh, Ryu and Ken. Wow. But uh, Tiger. Other... Yeah, exactly. But the other ones did come in like Street Fighter Alpha and, and Street Fighter four and stuff like that. So yeah. All right. All right. But uh. Oh well. Yeah. But yeah, for his uh, opponent, we have a uh, Linky debuted in 1986 uh, in the Legend of Zelda. Um. You know, again, you know, me being a technical with looking up everything, uh, one skill he has is he's actually am- ambidextrous. And the reason is in some games he was left-handed and some he was right. Interesting. That's true, yeah. first game he was left-handed. Well, the, I, and, and just to explain this, um, there were different timelines of his. So, you know, maybe in one timeline he was left-handed and the other he was right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only difference in the timelines, uh, you know, that, that made that big of a difference. That's how they made, you know, they, they defer, they, uh, you could tell the difference. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, he has um, a master sword, which is a magical sword, and it has magic. <laughs> <laughs> and he also uses a boomerang, a uh, bow and arrow. He, oh, you could go, actually, Patrick, you could go into this. Um, yeah, he has, uh, okay, he has the uh, magical sword, which is, he has, uh, a boomerang, magic boomerang that he can like throw across the room and it'll just go all over the place. Bow, uh, bow and arrows. Um, he has a magic shield that can reflect um, a lot of attacks and um, also fireballs. Um, 
And fireballs. He has a power bracelet, which makes gives him pretty much superhuman strength. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say it's probably one of those magnetic bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the original one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he invented them. He, he, yeah, in Hyrule, that's why he doesn't fight anymore. He just, you know, he's, he's, he's an entrepreneur now. Uh, he also has the red ring he can use, and the red ring is... Um, he invented the red ring of death for Xbox 2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like fuck the Xbox, go to Nintendo, bitch. <laughs> he, he predicted it way before it happened. Uh, but yeah, the, he's the most powerful defensive artifact. Uh, the ring, um, uh, w- um, when Ward cuts Link's damage down to a quarter of what it would take uh, for any other attack, and um, yeah, so it, it really helped. It boosts his defense and, and makes him a lot stronger in. Um, it normal uh, your attacks like just get cut down. Um, yeah, other than that, he also carries a lot of stuff to heal himself, uh, like uh, fairies that will redo his whole health, and also like it's called the water of life, which can either ha- heal if he has the blue water, he'll heal half of his health. If he has the red water, it'll go refill his whole health. So even if he takes some damage, he has things to repair himself. Yep, yep. And quickly. Yep, he can just drink a potion. It's not like in Left 4 Dead where he just busts out a, a med kit and has to... I mean, apparently if you're damaged, you know, all you have to do is just put some tape around your leg and your arm and you're okay now. <laughs> this, you actually... use he, Duct you know, tape, man, it works. Yeah, duct tape is everything. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he also, you know, he also has... If you deal with Link, you're going to deal with a lot of magic. Well, do you believe in magic? <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's also an elf. I don't know if that... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, so he's an elf. So, yeah, this one's actually kind of interesting. I mean, uh, you know... Uh, he's elf and great. <laughs> a magical elf with weapons versus uh, uh, stronger than average... Like kind of like a superhuman karate guy who could shoot projectiles. Basically, yeah. There, that's it's kind of that's like, actually that one's kind of tough to call. Like, I, I don't know. I think that you know, like uh, he, you know, I like guess he was it. Ryu has that kick where he you know he gets in the air and he spins. Yeah. I think that um, Link would ju- he can just match that with his spin attack with his sword. You know, where he just ah and he spins across <laughs> the room with his sword and it, it's gonna clash in the middle and I. Just don't know what's going to happen because I don't want to be near there when that happens. That you know what I'm saying? Cause, I mean, Ryu has them tough ass feet. It, it it might just reflect. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. All right, so yeah, that's it for. Um... Oh yeah, he, Link also has bombs he can throw. I thought I throw that out there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, um, yeah, that's it for uh, this week's podcast. It's it for this week's verses. Um, go vote. It will be up by the time um, this comes out. I'm just kind of uh, uh, having problems setting it up for some reason right this second. I'm trying to uh, do it as well. While you're doing that, I'll say um, I, on my blog uh, and also on uh, – which is Patrick's Thoughts 64 at blogspot.com and also on our website, uh, kvgtpodcast.com, I posted the story about uh, – if you want to go check it out, it's called the um, – uh, the Super Boy, and it's pretty much a portable Super Nintendo. 
Yeah, that thing looks awesome. So go and <clears throat> um, go check that out. And um, uh, also, if you go to my site or kvgtpodcast.com, you can find I have done actually a couple more um, stories, uh, character bios on Pyramid Head from Silent Hill and the Big Daddy from Bioshock. So go check those out. Go do that. All right, that's cool. Then yeah, so that's it for the podcast this this week. Uh, like I said, hopefully we will be coming out with more more um, regular than we have this month. I mean, I, I don't see why we wouldn't, but yeah. All right, so well, let's give yeah, why what you're hella busy in life. Well, yeah, I am, but you know. All right, let's give our shout outs that you know got to go through because we want to, not because we have to. I'd like to give a shout-out to Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com, Troy over at extraplay.info, the Super Budget Brothers over at superbudgetbrothers.com, RPGweekly, rpgweekly.com, No Quarters Podcast at noquarters.net, and, of course, you can find us at kvgtpodcast.com. Email us at kvgt04 at gmail.com. Check us out. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. I am on Twitter at uh, kvgtjeremy. Patrick is? Uh, Big Solo 64 And the show um, Twitter is at kvgtpodcast. So, yeah, that's it. Everyone have a good weekend or week, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>